Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> forgot my oh, show and tell deal. You know why? Tell, I forgot. Because I was watching the Target commercial from Saturday Night Live last weekend. I'm not going to lie. Watching and giggling. It was very funny. And I'm a little out of breath because I ran up and down the stairs pretty fast. Uh, welcome to Daily Dose. It is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Can you believe we're at Thanksgiving almost? Yes, because it's nearly Christmas. It's my first Thanksgiving as an American. So true. Uh, yeah, amazing. So, um, gosh, I'm totally out of whack. Look at this. I don't have our our welcome on, which I guess we're going to leave because I can't. I didn't do anything with that. Mm, we're a little off our game. I'm sorry. But, you know, you're not here for the banners. Aren't you here for the witty Banter? I hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> there's so nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's a tough morning on Daily Dose. Okay. So we were trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about today. And we decided that, you know, um, I had a conversation yesterday with my mom because we're going to her house in Minneapolis and Quinn and his girlfriend and my brothers and their families. Everybody except my sister-in-law in New York will be there. <clears throat> um our sister-in-law, I guess, you know, I, the personal singular pronoun thing, whatever. Um, so uh, my mom asked me what she should serve to drink. And you know that I grew up in a household where no alcohol was consumed. You grew up in a household where very little alcohol was consumed. You became a terrific consumer of alcohol. I became a little bit of a consumer of alcohol. My brothers drink a little, Quinn drinks some my mom's partner, Bob. So pretty much now everybody except my mom and Maz drinks to some extent, a little bit. Um, but there's little kids and there's, you know, non-drinkers. And so we said we would be in charge of the drinks, which made me remember that this time last year, we started this five-part series on holiday non-alcoholic drinks. So um, we're just going to sort of rehash them a little bit. We're not going to do that series again, although I do fun. think it was fun. I do think that we will re-air them one day every week between this week and uh, Christmas, New Year's, because, you know, um, there's a lot of stress and anxiety for people who are either choosing to drink less or are choosing not to drink at all it can be really stressful. I think the thing about this is um, you don't have to be an alcoholic. I mean, you can just drink too much and drive. You get yourself a DUI, but you could also hurt someone. So having a fun non-alcoholic drink would be the way forward. Well, you also might be pregnant. You might be underage. You might just be deciding not to drink alcohol for a million legitimate reasons, none of which are anybody else's business. So the thing that we talk about a lot is don't forget to create 
and a welcoming environment for anybody who's coming, even if you don't know what they may or may not be struggling with. The same way you shouldn't just serve a table full of meat because not everybody necessarily eats meat. You should think about drinks that are fun and festive and don't make someone say, no, I'll just have a Coke or a Diet Coke because that's not very fun and festive if everybody else is having fun drinks. So I wanted to go back to the five drinks that we served last year. And of course, in my haste, because I was delayed, I pulled it down. So let me just do this. And then it's going to probably play some volume. So I'm going to pause that. Okay. So here are the drinks that we made last year. We did, we started with um, this non-alcoholic Irish cream. Very nice. Yes. So, Dr. Mary, do you want to tell that story again? Because it's a nice story. It is a nice story. So, um, I got sober in February of 2017. So, coming up to Christmas of 2017, Dana said, we just got some firewood delivered. And Dana said to me, what, what are you going to, what are you thinking, Matty? And I said, well, I kind of miss having a Bailey's by the fire with you. Because we mm. just, we used to do that. So, Dana went, oh, I remember that. So Dana trotted upstairs and I thought <laughs> I nothing, that. nothing of it. And then, you know, very soon afterwards, she had discovered um, the recipe for non-alcoholic Baileys and had made some. This is not the same batch because it's dairy. So, you know, that would be gross four and a half years so later. It, it tastes better than Feeney's or Bailey's. There's absolutely no alcohol in it. So you can actually really enjoy it as an alcoholic or someone who just doesn't want to drink. And you can imbibe in all the extra calories you don't yes. need, like everybody else. Yes, because it is um, evaporated milk, whole cream, whole cream? That's redundant. You know what I mean, cream, um, sugar, chocolate syrup or chocolate powder, almond, oh. vanilla, um, and coffee grain, coffee yes. granules. It's just the least really, calorific part. Really, of really, really, really good. It is um, great over ice if you like it like that. Great in coffee. Um, fine at room temperature. Better cold. Yes. Um, or yes. or hot. You know, it's sort of one of those. It's two good things. hot too. Um, so my high school friend, love this, says here. Oh, I forget that I can show this, can't I? Heidi says, school trips to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, which I never got to do, introduced us to the joys of non-alcoholic champagne. We thought we were so cool. <laughs> yes. I, you know, there is something very fun when you are young about thinking you are drinking something that you shouldn't be drinking. So, uh, yes, thank you for that memory. Actually, drinking Nancy. anything out of a champagne flute instantly <gasps> makes it kind of cool. Sparkling water is so much more fun in a wine glass. And I don't think that that is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You're right. Everything's more fun in glasses like that. All right. I haven't read this comment yet, so we'll see what it says. I love the concept that everyone is accounted for. People that enjoy alcohol in moderation should be able to have some. And those of us that are coffee totalers should have something interesting to drink too, as well as children. No wonder I put this girl in charge, as that is not a strong suit of mine. Plus, she has her new haircut. I know, it's a little short. It's nice. So she will be brewing up libations with shorter hair, which has nothing to do with anything. Does libation only refer to alcohol content? Wow, that was a I think now that it was a very to, mother conversation. I think what now, do you think of that? I think now it refers to haircuts too. You have a libaceous haircut. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look and see if libations does. But all right, so the first drink is non-alcoholic Bailey's, which 
I can't recommend enough. If I never have real Baileys ever again for the rest of my life, totally fine with me. The next one is, oh my gosh, the homemade eggnog. Oh, first of God, all, that was good. First of all, More I calories that you can love, shake a stick at. I love eggnog. I love I don't eggnog. particularly like eggnog, no, you but do I not. like that stuff. Oh my gosh. This is from our friend Jennifer Parker who sent it. It's her mom's aunt's recipe or something. I kind of forget, but wow. Wow. Is it amazing? And you serve this one warm and you mix in, you separate the eggs. And so then you, you basically make kind of a meringue with the egg whites and you stir that into the hot mixture. Oh my gosh. And this is a perfect example of, you could add alcohol to it. I know that people who drink real eggnog add alcohol. I've never had eggnog with alcohol in it. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing until probably 10 years ago. But if you wanted to add alcohol to this, boy, what do you suppose you even add to that? Rum? Uh, rum, rum or vodka, maybe? Something, something yeah. that doesn't have a lot of tannins in it, I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't know. We We're making that up. Quinn and let you know. Does anybody know? That's true. Quinn has made it with alcohol in it, but I've not had that. And it's, Rum would make sense. It's for sure that Quinn's not watching this at 6.40 in the morning in California. So we won't get an answer from him now. But that was spectacular and really easy to make. The next one, oh, King Henry's chocolate port. Okay, so I am bringing actual port to make this, but this is from Hampton Court Palace. We made it both with real port, as the recipe calls for. You could absolutely make it with milk and just have it be sort of a very thick hot cocoa. We're probably going to have to for the, the wee nephews well, and nieces anyway. The, the next thing that we made was something called a mulled maroon, which was a um, like a spiced wine kind of. And we used that in place of the port. And do you remember? That was yes. really good. Yes, that I was remember that. really good. In fact, I would argue maybe as good or better than the port. So that's also a hot drink, which is nice because it's cold. Um, oh, mother says Tom and Jerry's. That's what the drink is called that you haven't had. I'm shocked that you know that. That's an eggnog thing? Okay, I have actually had that. I didn't realize that was eggnog, but of course it is. And I think that is served with rum or whiskey, I think. That, I have no idea. Yeah, I think whiskey is what we had in the little bit that I had. Good to know. All right, the last thing. So we talked about this mulled maroon. And then the last, oh, nope, there are two more. An incredible hot chocolate recipe that you make like a chocolate mousse, which you then dollop into hot milk. Um, give me a break. You will never want powdered hot cocoa ever again. Also, it will kill you if you drink too much of it because it's, of all these recipes, <laughs> it's probably the highest fat and it's totally worth it. That's from my friend, Bonnie Zek. And then the last one is this, um, uh, a holiday mojito. So this wow. is cold. This is with, yeah, the picture of this was so beautiful. This is with cranberry juice and pomegranates and mint. And it really is a mojito. You you make a sort of a very thick cranberry, um, like a you put a dollop of that in. So that sort of gives you that um, heaviness that liquor can have, um, the viscosity. 
and uh, you add ginger ale, so it's a little bit sweet. It's a little bit tart. It is really good. You can sugar the rim. And when we did it, we sugared it with white sugar, red sugar, green sugar, and some gold sugar. So it was incredibly festive. So we're bringing elements of a lot of those drinks this weekend. We need an honorable mention. You didn't. Which was? We managed. We got through all of that, which are all fantastic. But the Earl Grey tea syrup. That was in the spring. That thing is fantastic. Yes, it is. That was our summer cocktails that we did. It's good for um, Christmas and Thanksgiving too. Yeah, I guess it could be. So the bottom line is we'll include the link so that you can see all these recipes. Um, but really be conscious of creating a welcoming atmosphere for people this weekend. Because here's what is absolutely true. All family gatherings have the potential to be stressful whether alcohol is a piece of them or not. Some of the most stressful events of my life, there have been, there has been not one bottle of the weakest beer you can think of in the house. So the alcohol doesn't have to be the only problem, but let me tell you, it can take it from zero to a hundred pretty fast. So create an environment where everybody feels welcome. Nobody needs to explain that they're not drinking or choosing to drink less. It just is part of the day. If I don't put turkey on my plate, no more does anyone say to me, why aren't you having turkey? Because it's just a given that I'm not gonna eat the damn turkey. Make it the same thing with alcohol. That's a very good analogy. There, yeah. Too. I'm gonna try and pull on my hair a little bit before we come back for the next daily dose, but it'll be a full week because we're going to replay last Thanksgiving's conversation with Alex Rydell which was, on Thursday, which was one. really lovely. And Alex played his um, violin for us. So tune in 8.30 Thursday morning um, while you are, uh, you know, between courses prepping for the big meal and listen to our great conversation with Alex. Have an excellent, yes, have a great safe, Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Or however you're going to celebrate the next yeah. few days. Yeah. And um, if you're worried about drinking, then bring some of this stuff to where you're going so that you know you've got something to um, help buffer this time. Yeah. And if you're watching this from outside the United States, have a great Thursday. <laughs> yes. Happy upcoming <laughs> Thursday. We'll see you live next Tuesday when we're back from Minneapolis and no doubt have lots of tales to tell. Happy, happy rest of the week. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D-A-Y-N-A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L dot com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.